Clinical Issues by Emily Jones Identifying Validated Venous Thromboembolism Risk Assessment Tools Question As part of a quality improvement project, our team was asked to investigate venous thromboembolism risk assessment tools that are validated for use in surgical patients. Can you help us identify a validated venous thromboembolism risk assessment tool? Answer. The Caprini Risk Assessment Model, RAM, is the most widely studied and validated VTE risk assessment tool for use in surgical patient populations. This tool has also been incorporated into the clinical practice guidelines for antithrombotic therapy and thrombosis prevention by the American College of Chest Physicians. The Caprini RAM has gone through several revisions. The 2013 revision is the most current. The tool includes the risk factors most commonly found in the literature and assigns each factor a score of 1, 2, 3, or 5 points based on each item's relative weight. The resulting total score can then be translated to a VTE risk category, that is, low, moderate, high, very high. The AORN Guideline for Prevention of Venous Thromboembolism recommends that leaders at an organization identify an interdisciplinary team to establish and implement a protocol for the prevention of VTE. The VTE protocol should 1. Be evidence-based 2. Standardize the process of assessing for risks of VTE and bleeding 3. Include a standardized VTE risk assessment tool. 4. Be followed consistently throughout the healthcare organization. 5. Provide clinical decision support for evidence-based VTE prophylaxis based on level of risk for VTE and bleeding at critical phases of care. For example, admission, transfer of care, post-operative period, discharge. 6. Be easy to implement in clinical practice. 7. Be embedded in the clinical workflow. 8. Be audited to ensure compliance. And 9. Be outlined in the organization's policies and procedures. A core component of the organization's VTE protocol is the standardized VTE risk assessment tool. This tool should 1. Be evidence-based. 2. Be validated. 3. Stratify VTE risk using a risk score or risk category. For example, very low, low, moderate, high. 4. Be easy to implement in clinical care. And 5. Support standardized communication about VTE risk. Each patient's individual risk for VTE should be balanced with the patient's risk for bleeding. There are no bleeding risk assessment tools validated for use in surgical patient populations. Therefore, leaders at the organization should form an interdisciplinary team to design and implement a standardized risk assessment for bleeding. Bleeding risk, for example, average, high, can be influenced by the type of surgical procedure, for example, those associated with a risk of major bleeding, such as complex abdominal surgery radial prostatectomy, and cardiac surgery, and patient-specific factors. For example, untreated bleeding disorder, severe hepatic failure, 
uncontrolled systemic hypertension. Identifying both the risks for VTE and bleeding allows the healthcare team to determine the most appropriate prophylaxis method, for example, mechanical, pharmacologic, start time, and duration for each patient. The Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality, however, cautions that clinicians may perceive some point-based risk assessment models, such as the Caprini RAM, as too complex. Therefore, implementation of their use should minimize the need for manual calculations by including effective automation. Additionally, organizational leaders should embed the VTE and bleeding risk assessments into the clinical workflow to improve reliability, clarity, and ease of use. Regardless of the VTE risk assessment tool chosen, experts emphasize the importance of educating clinicians on the correct use of the tool, including conducting accurate assessments and interpreting scores correctly. Although the use of VTE risk assessment tools can improve individual patient VTE risk identification, it does not replace the need for a thorough patient assessment and application of sound clinical judgment.